Beautiful like every occasion We a global podcast, not a radio station If you bump us in the car, that's a city no fishing Get your mind right, shine bright Every place I highlight, tell my chest and point to God Cause only that is my guy, beat us for a lifetime Motivate with my rhymes, two H's up in my name Have hope that is the guideline Hey, what shall be spazzing now? Homie, you can have the clout People joke that about me, guess what? I'm the one that's laughing now Oh, pardon me, starving me I'm just getting started, G Bloodline from the islands, man, my family Where them farmers be? We done, we rehearsing Time to lift the curtains Time to put musicians, every one of them determined We gon' hit the surface with Filipino hip-hop And Filipino R&B Hey, it's time to lift off This is heavy rotation, uh This is heavy rotation, uh This is heavy rotation Got that flavor for your ear For like every occasion, uh Number one for Filipino hip-hop and R&B. This is Heavy Rotation. My special guests on Heavy Rotation need no introduction. They're known for their song Silver Skies, Time Zones, Youth Water, representing the North, representing Van City. Nico Sullivan, Manila Gray is in the house. What up, man? Hey, what's going on, What's up, man? man? What's up, what's it's, up? It's been a minute. I know we keep talking about it. It's been a long time since I talked to you guys. And yo... We got a lot to talk about. I was just looking at all this stuff. I'm like, man, I haven't talked to my bros in a minute. I just get started. Juno nominated in 2021 for Breakthrough Artists following your um, No Saints trilogy. You've accomplished close to a quarter billion streams across all your uh, channels. You got a brand new office, which you guys are in right now. You guys just came back from a sold out US tour. Man, you guys have a brand new album called Sound Drift that's dropping very soon. You guys are taking that on the road. You're going to do a 14-day tour starting in May. You know, you guys say life is moving turbo. And yo, to be honest, I can't even keep up with you guys anymore. Uh, But I love the fact that you guys are so consistent. You guys are always ready. What keeps you guys motivated to keep on moving? It's the art, man. I think uh, we're just extremely passionate about it. And we're so grateful to be surrounded by such creative people. And so I think the people around us, all the real ones around us, keep us motivated. And I think we're also very competitive people. And and we love the game. We love the competition. We love creating and, and, um, you know, putting our creativity out there. 100%. And also to add on to that, I feel like with anything in life if like whatever you choose as your career you can't you can't do it half you know what i mean you just gotta like you just gotta keep going and go sicko with it just day in day out bro there's no such thing as like eight hour days with us it's like you're working 10 to 12 hour days barely getting sleep just crushing it this whole album the process was insane man like we were we were in the office probably 28 days out of the month just going at it just to finish this and make it like as amazing as possible for everybody you know what i mean you guys got like beds and all that stuff set up in in the office too and everything just a few just a few couches man that's it that's all that's all we got <laughs> that's dope I'm, I'm looking forward to learning more about the album we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, in just a little bit but you know from the last tour that you guys were on you guys went into this creative mode so you know what does creative mode mean to manila gray uh well there's 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 different phases so basically um before we start an album we usually go through uh, a very creative just creative sessions just conceptualizing um we're very open-minded and we take our time and so we would take old demos new demos we would be flipping them remixing them azel north you know we're in the studio with him and he's a genius he's a wizard and so he pushes us you know to flip songs and 
and then eventually we'll come up with a concept and and then it gets uh, into the actual technicalities of mixing and recording and that in itself is also creative so um so we have two phases we have like the when we make the concept and then when we have fun like mixing and, and recording everything so the past month has just been full creative mode just full you know a, a lot of artists they have to worry about uh, traveling and and whatnot uh we try to balance it so when we are setting aside some time for the studio our our, our minds are 100 in it and our hearts are 100 in it so that's creative mode for us and exactly. yeah we've I mean, been, we've also been in it. to to add on to that i'm gonna go on a little rant here but it's crazy like writing music when manila gray started it was writing music for ourselves you know what i mean and within this journey of manila gray you start acquiring new fans and you start writing your music a little different it's not writing for yourself anymore it's what do people want to hear you know what i mean and i feel like with sound drift we went back to our roots and where we you know where we came from how we started our writing styles and just taking what we learned from all that and applying it to this next album so that people can really connect with what we're saying like how it was back then when we dropped um no saints under palm shade it was very real we were in a position where we were writing to make ourselves happy it's like you know what i mean but the moment you 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 start writing for what you think people want to hear i feel like that's where artists kind of like lose themselves you know what i mean and i've been thinking a lot about that recently you know it's like what am i really writing for who am i doing it for what am i what is my message what am i trying to say you know what i mean so and i feel like we really applied that with with this next album so nico maybe elaborate on that just a little bit more you know who are you guys writing for maybe kind of touch on that just a little bit i mean i think i think we're writing for our younger selves we're writing for our families we're writing for the future generations, the kids that listen to us, you know what I mean? And we preach no saints. That's the thing we preach. It's like nobody's perfect. And making sure that people understand that that we're here as their support as well. You know what I mean? Like we got their backs through whatever it is, you know? Like hopefully you can learn from the shit we're doing, you know, what we're putting out there. And I hope you take that and I hope you 10X it, you know what I mean? And like just take all these ideas and and create something amazing. You know what I mean? We just want to inspire. I think that's the biggest thing. That's dope. I love that. You know, I want you to take me back to the early Manila Gray days. You know, when you guys first got together, what was the very first song that you guys conceptualized or even thought of releasing? And maybe talk about what was the story behind that? It was actually a song called No Saints. It's uh, uh, unreleased and I don't think it'll ever be released. I think it's one of those songs that we tested out early on when we were still deep diving into the, the sonics and we were practicing our songwriting and it just sort of became a theme song for for our, for our group of friends and it's in it's in the vault somewhere and it sort of just encompassed everything mg now i think we everything that we said on that song i think we were able to achieve uh but that's when we first started experimenting and then that led on to our first public release which was ones and that was just same thing it's about it's about the people around us um but yeah times have definitely changed we've entered the business and 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 we've learned so much uh, even with touring and album rollouts and just as artists we've grown but early manila gray days you know we were just a bunch of creative kids just a bunch of uh, creative uh, homies that needed an outlet and 
you know we found it in each other and found music man. yeah found music and from there i think we all had the same kind of drive and passion that all of us kind of rose together you know including the whole team as well um our fan base is familiar with with our team azelle north you know neeks and i strikes our creative director um cyro our dj matt dennison shoots all our music videos you know we grew up into men that that have entered our own respective fields in our own industry and so exactly. we just managed to be able to be the avengers and put it all together if you're uh this is to anybody that's starting to make music and you know they want to put stuff out i think people got to understand that if you if this is the career path you want to choose you got to understand you, it's running a business there's more to it than just writing a dope song you know what i mean and there's way more to it than just maybe filming one music video a year especially now the nature of of social media and how people are taking in content back then you were battling against um other artists dropping music now you're battling against your for you page you know what i mean the consumption of content now is just so it's crazy man it's evolved to such a to such a what do you call it? It's like so efficient now, and, yeah. and people like you know Chat GPT and stuff, and and uh, AI. Like people are just making their own songs, and if they have enough samples of, of that guy's voice, they'll just make their own songs. Exactly. They'll produce their own songs. So yeah, I think I think that's the biggest thing. It's like again, if this is a career path you want to choose, like be ready to to love every part of the business you know not just writing music it's crazy that was the biggest learning experience for us for sure man now now from you guys's perspective what part of the business don't you guys like i mean we love all of it you you have to you have to be again you have to be a sicko and just love every part of it but i think all the the hardest part is definitely keeping everything organized not just your files for your music files but just everything about the business yeah and once we once we learned that it's been smooth sailing but getting to that point it was a lot of building the back end and just making sure that there's a flow through chart for everything you know what i mean and i kind of agree with you on that because i'm a creative too like you know we're all creatives here and it's kind of like being a creative you're kind of scatterbrained a little bit right 100 you have your your eyes on like so many different directions so i mean i agree i think that's like my most difficult part too is being organized with every aspect of of what you do so i'm glad we can share on that now fast forward you know looking at the current project that you guys have right now in what ways do you feel manila gray has grown I think uh, we've definitely grown in in all departments, uh, cr- the creative, um, our artistry, our songwriting, our business mindset, uh, just becoming entrepreneurs. And, you know, this is our this is how we make a living and we had to elevate. And I think, um, you, know, you know, when it comes to the team, we make sure that everything is elevated merchandise um tour our live set you know it's one thing to announce tour but it's another thing to actually do the tour and 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 make it make the set dope um the visuals um everything man even just like our organization when it comes to our projects um just delegation um having a good team that we just absolutely trust and we can just brief the team on our vision and we know that as a team we're we're able to execute so i would say like we've improved on all aspects and we we made sure man like we treat this like the playoffs you know and 
like we were just talking about the difficulties i think it's very difficult to transition from studio mode all of a sudden you got to get a haircut and you know be at the be at the photo shoots right um you know but when, when we were in studio mode like man we, i grew out the beard and and none of us got haircuts and and we were deep like in our psyche of like yo how do we elevate the music and then all of a sudden it's like we're done the album and now we got to do the press run and the photo shoots and it's just being able to balance that as a as a person so i, f I felt like neeks and i actually grew as people just being able to to balance that mentally you know our personal lives our business um the music and I think, it, it I think that's, us. The, that's the biggest thing man like i feel like growing as a person throughout this whole thing and understanding that nobody's waiting for you to drop you know what i mean nobody's nobody's like oh i can't wait till they drop music it's it's just understanding that you're not always being chased taking those days and just really really dialing in the craft and the music we're creating or the content we're creating and making sure that it's at a level that we're proud of you know and when the rollout starts guarantee that people will know that manila gray is dropping music you know what i mean but when we take those days to just really take it all in you know what i mean and, and just understand that yo bro you got time just take your time with it like you don't have to be in this position where you're like no no this gotta drop but like right now i gotta do this people are waiting nobody is waiting just when you drop make sure that it's solid and you know you put the time and the effort in to make sure that it's it's everything you wanted them to hear so that they will listen to it you know what i mean the one thing i did like what you also said there was um you know you work like you're in the playoffs right yeah. and it's like i just heard a, a quote you know the playoffs right you got to realize that not everybody makes it to the playoff and so once you're in the playoff that's kind of when you go beast mode you start you know you exactly. start to survive yeah but that that also that also comes from that also comes from the training you know are you putting in hours at the gym to make sure that you make it there you know what i mean i talk with a lot of artists and one of the things i always talk to them about because they always bring up this whole concept of well i'm a singer i do music and things like that but the one thing i always ask them is what does your brand look like you know like mm -hmm. don't focus necessarily just on the music you got to focus on your brand for as long as i've known you guys you know you guys have a very distinct brand in how you guys carry yourselves how you guys treat it how you guys nurture it you know maybe talk about that just a tad bit you know what does this brand mean to you guys and how you guys implement it into everything that you do mm. Well, thank you, bro. I think like we, we spent a lot of time on our brand and, you know, we really appreciate that, that you actually acknowledge it and you, and, and you notice it. Um, for us, man, it's, it's, um, it's just about the taste and being a little bit more detail oriented. Like for us, we're very, we, we try to keep it detailed and we try to keep it clean and we try to make sure that every aspect, it's the smallest things. Like for example, like, you know, fonts, you know, some people don't even have a font that they use. They have a logo, but they don't have like the body font. Some, some people don't even have a logo. Um, and it's just simple things like that. And, and nowadays like you can access Fiverr, you can access so many different resources that you can you can get a font or a logo for but for us it's it's just about you know deep diving into our early years what was the culture around us 
And, you know, we're lucky enough to have incredible people on our team. Strikes has helped us with the branding for many, many years, and he's given his expertise. And we just boiled it down to the things that we used to enjoy when we were, when we were young. We would exactly. just hang out, and, um, you know, there was a lot of cars around us, and it was all about the late-night drives. It's the attention to detail, man. Yeah. That's the biggest thing for us, I feel like. For us, it's like it gets to go through this, um, this sheen because everybody has to approve what's what's about to go out so there's already this like curated look for what people are about to take in i guess um i think that's the thing that helps a lot you know there's no yes man on the team if it looks whack it looks whack switch it you know what i mean and i feel like that's where we are we are very very strong as a unit you know what i mean and in terms of just importance i, f I feel like you know authenticity is so important for us and so you know that i think we place the most importance on that you know if it's not authentic to us like we're not going to put it out yeah, and I, I love that. It's really all about the those minute details people don't really see. Because even like with the struggle, right? As you guys are grinding, it's like people don't see the stuff that they see on the surface. They don't see the stuff that, you know, 100%. the time that you guys spent, the writing that you guys do, the collaborations that you met, the business aspect that you guys do. Yeah. I think those are the little details that really set artists apart yeah and, and if you do your job properly people won't notice it it's like cgi right like if, if people do their job properly you won't notice that cgi for us it's like from everything from the branding to the music like the amount of detail we put into the mixing uh like we just finished mixing the album and like man the amount of details that we put into it people are not going to notice it but subconsciously it's going to be there it's it, it's going to subconsciously resonate and so you know we function on that level where it's like we just pay attention to the details and the rest will do its thing you know brand new album is coming out i had a chance to listen to it uh this album is definitely to me uh, a very more mature sound coming out of manila gray um i feel like it really showcases the diversity that you guys have like in music styles it's different but i still it's you know it's still your own signature sound which i think is what makes it dope how do you guys describe i guess the sound that you guys were going for when you guys were concepting this album i feel like um sound drift sound drift to us it's uh it's a story about the late night drives and it's feeling every emotion possible in the whip it's about finding love finding heartbreak um daydreaming about making all the money in the world and spending it all in one day you know what i mean it's it's endless endless thoughts run through your mind on these late night drives and i feel like what we wanted to do with this album was let people understand that the emotions they're dealing with we deal with too on a day-to-day -day basis you know what i mean we all go for those drives where you just need time to think and i feel like that's what that's what sound drift is about what did you guys experience that maybe helped influence this album most definitely the traveling you know um traveling many many days in a row different hotel rooms you know we're, we're coming from north america then we're going to asia you know there, there are days where you know i, I would wake up in a hotel room and it, it, it takes me like a minute to figure out like wh where am i right now like what city am i in right now and it's just dealing with all the travel plus all the personal life things that are happening obviously we have lives here at home in vancouver and so you know receiving updates from what's going on you know i miss both of my parents birthdays on tour and i think it's just that's why the single is turbo because it does feel like life you know we, we were drifting through life and 
we were just experiencing and seeing things and we were just sponges and taking it all in and you know really we can just talk to each other about it we're the only ones that can relate to each other really but at the end of the day there's only so much you can say before you have to tap in into the mic and and just say it you know so we've been building up all these emotions and these feelings as we're on the road seeing things that we've never seen before and when we come back home it's like we have this urge to just let's let's put it all out there you know let's 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 create a safe space in the studio and just lay it out just lay it out and there are still things that we still can't talk about that we that we're not ready to to sing about it or rap about it yet but we know that that might be something for the next project you know exactly it's, it's just about finding the right time to put respect on what you're about to say you know what i mean yeah i think that's the thing that we think about all the time before we put a track out now you guys talked about the album being about you know driving in the car i know you guys have been surrounded by cars like you know throughout your whole entire career being musicians and things like that we see it a lot in the music videos so what is the story behind the name sound drift I mean, I've heard of audio drift before. So sound drift to me is kind of like a, a play on, on that word. So elaborate nice. on that just a little bit. Yeah, no, no, that that's dope that, that you, you got it from that. But honestly, it was, um, there's a term in the Philippines called sound trip. So you sound tripping, right? It's like, you know, you, you're with your friends and you just go on a sound trip. Um, so just in classic Manila Gray fashion, you know. That's what we had to add in the drift. The sound drift. And it made perfect sense because that was sort of the, the feeling that we were feeling um, during the creation of that, that album is it felt like things were just drifting, man. Like for the better, for the worse, like things were drifting. Like we, we were sort of drifting from the reality and and our lives as artists and as regular people were coming together and felt like this swirl of just everything going on, you know? And it felt like we were just drifting, bro. And and it made perfect sense. And, and you know, we, we put it on a palette of, of, of sounds, of sonics. And so it just made perfect sense to call it sound drift. It's like, people always ask us like, you know, like, what is your sound, you know? And and we, we'd always, you know, ramble about different words trying to figure it out. And now it's like, our sound is sound drift. You know what I mean? Manila Gray makes sound drift music. That's our own genre that we're gonna be pushing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and shout out to Zell North. He's actually the one that came up with that name, Sound Drift. You know, we've, we've been talking about like, you know, what do we call this sound? Cause we know it's never been created before. It's never been made before until MG and Azel North started making it. And so when he pitched that, that, that title, we were like, that's it, it bro. Was like, it was easy. Yeah. It was an easy, uh, let, let's go with that. You know, trying to figure out an album title is always the hardest thing. Yeah. Cause that's like the final piece to once you put everything together. It tells a story, right? Like, I feel like that's the, that's the title. It's like, what are the chapters within the book? You know? Trademark that right now, Sound Drift. That's why there's a copyright on there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. So the album drops with 12 full-length joints. Now, how did you guys pick which songs are gonna be on this project? And then when did you guys know the, um, the album was ready? Man, okay, so we have like hundreds and hundreds of demos in the tuck. Picking for albums is always very, very hard to do. Um, I think for this one, it was just like, we listened to all of them and we're like, what feels authentic? You know, what feels like it's gonna sound like a cohesive project. Mind you, when we were picking the, the songs for this album, we didn't have the title Sound Drift yet. 
So all of that, we picked the singles and we picked the, the records that were going to be on it. It was just like, we just wanted, again, we just wanted to come from a place of authenticity and touch back on how we were writing music back when we dropped No Saints Under Palm Shade and just give them that vibe again. Again, as artists, we've grown, right? We've grown throughout the years. Writing styles have changed, but we just wanted to give them something as authentic as possible. Now, when the real ones and our heavies zone out to this album, what do you hope to leave them with? Leave them with... Um, a great feeling and understanding that life life is not promised and enjoy every minute that you have on this earth man and just like and just be with the music and just enjoy it enjoy your moments with your family enjoy your moments with your with your love whoever that is you know what i mean and just just get lost in the music man yeah and feel the losses and, and feel all the wins and and feel all the emotions like like Nick said life is not promised um, it's just about being grateful and waking up every day regardless if you know your purpose or not um, but understanding that you know you're given another day and so how do you utilize that um, to, the, to the maximum it's funny bro this this morning actually before I came to the office I was watching uh, Instagram reels and this one popped up that really made me think about it it was this guy talking about if I gave you a million dollars will you be happy and the, the person he was interviewing was like yeah, yeah I'd be happy with that okay but what if I gave you 10 million dollars will you be happy with that and the guy goes hell yeah I'll be happy happy with that but then the guy goes but you're not gonna wake up tomorrow and all of a sudden that perspective changes you you know what I mean you're like no I'll, I'll take waking up tomorrow over the 10 million you know what I mean and I feel like that's just it man it's all about perspective on on life and just again just treating every day like as it comes but I've heard I've heard that quote too I've actually seen that that video and it, it does it puts you in that perspective like what's the value for you is it exactly that 10 million or is it waking up every single day L let's talk about some of the favorites off the album so for me some of my favorites right now obviously are comfortable in in silence uh hoodie back and then drifting which song off the album is the most meaningful for you uh, for me, I would say it's it's uh, between Turbo and Motherland. Motherland, the reason why it's so important for me was I just remember it was one of those songs where I just blacked out. Really, I did it in like, man, two, two to three takes. And, you know, it was just one of those things where I closed my eyes and I just and I just went off the top and and whatever came out, came out. And the Neeks, Neeks tapped in, and then um, you know the guitars were going, and, and it's such a beautiful song. So I feel like for me, that's I think it's going to be very important for our culture that that record. One hundred percent, Motherland. It was like Saul set up the perfect tee up. You know what I mean? He already told the story, and I was like. I'm gonna elaborate on this and talk about how I grew up as an immigrant in Vancouver, you know what I mean? And, and f f like, again, in, in the beginning of that verse, I say, um, um, I've been meaning to talk about this for a while, but I haven't found the words to put respect on it. And I feel like that song was the perfect song to do that and just give it that love and that care. And I feel like, again, with what Saul said, it's, it's definitely something that we're very proud of, you know? To have that to have that live with us you know and live with the world for for eternity i guess you know yeah and also uh and also turbo also because you know it's, it's an acoustic song and it pushed us as artists um and shout and, out arthur neri man yeah shout out arthur neri that's, that's the guy. boy um and just being able to 
you know, in, in this world where everything is just mashups or trap music or um, things were getting a little, a little bland for us. And so when we decided to tackle Turbo, it was a breath of fresh air and, and it pushed us. It, man, it pushed us as artists. And, you know, I like we just we were just so grateful for it that that we had that guitar loop and we were like, man, and, and Azel was like, yo, no, no drums, like no trap drums on this. Let's just let's just keep it like this. And it, it got us thinking about, you know, our longevity. Uh, it got us thinking about are, are we in a position where we're making classics and and how do we position ourselves where where we can speak for the people and 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 be beyond us as well as Manila Gray, like like be a vessel um, for that message. But now I want to dive into that just in, in, the, in just a minute. But before we get to that, you know, let's going back to the album really quickly. You know, on a scale of one to eight thousand three hundred forty-six, how would you how would you rate this album compared to your last one? Over nine thousand, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, every 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 album has a has a special place in our heart. You yeah, know, 100%. We, we, we've we've every album we put care care into, and actually, we take these albums as timestamps and and in in our lives. You know, I can I can play um, songs from from past albums, and it'll, I get like a that's a Raven vision, but like <laughs> to the past, <laughs> and it just takes me back. So um, I'd say like it's new. That's why we love it so much, right? But we know that it we're gonna look back, and it's gonna be a timestamp. And that's actually how we approach the music: is how can we look back at this when we're fifty and be like, man, like we were young, we were handsome, we sounded good you know and like and just have that memorabilia bro exactly exactly it's like that chapter that that chapter from from back in the days exactly bro the glory days you know and we're still in it and yeah i mean i would i for me i feel like when we're that age i would love it if uh if Turbo became this like karaoke classic, you know, what I mean? that just gets <laughs> that's sung. the thing we were talking like, about. Like, how, do like, we, how do we get to that point, you know, where it's like, you know, Filipino parties, they love to bust out the karaoke. <laughs> how do you get a Manila Gray song on a karaoke joint, you know what I mean? And just like, it's it's easy, bro. All you gotta do is just add the words to the music video, and that's it. And then do one of the, you can do some of those uh, cheesy karaoke type videos. Hey, we might we, we just might do that, and then we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll come hang out with you and sing it live, bro. That's Heck it. Yeah, dude, we'll do that with uh with some strawberry so uh, soju and everything too. Oh, easy. <laughs> oh, easy. Soju. That's it. <laughs> Uh, all right, so along with the album, you got this tour that's coming, 14 dates uh, throughout yes, North America. Um, out of all the cities listed, which city do you think is going to be the most lit? Oh, man. With with any of our tours, man, every city shows up. Like, I can't, I can't single out no single city. I think the thing I'm most excited about this is getting to see uh, the cities that we've been to already. And also, there's a bunch of new cities we haven't been to, like Denver, uh, Phoenix, San Diego. I have a bunch of family in San Diego. They're I ready know. to go uh, wild. San Diego. Yeah, you guys haven't performed in San Diego yet? No, no it's the first time. No, oh, your first okay. Time. But when both of y'all are here, definitely let me know. I'm, I'm going to take you guys around. We're going to get some. We're going to go on a... Yeah, I'm in SD. We're gonna take. Oh, I'm gonna take you on a food a food uh, tour. I'm gonna get you guys please, fed. Bro. Please, <laughs> bro. That's please. amazing. Do yeah, you go, man. Uh, my my uncle runs a spot out there called. Uh, it's a Filipino food spot. I think it's J and J and J. I think. Oh, I think I've heard of that spot before. That's uh. Yeah. That's not. Is that in National City? No, it's in uh, Chula Vista. Chula Vista. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Oh, wait. I think, hold on. I'm going to Google this really quick because I think I know exactly who Bro, that that's crazy. I didn't know you were from SD, bro. I got hella family out there. We were just there recently. Okay. I know I know exactly where this is. Come on. We're, we're going, dude. We'll, we'll definitely do that. <laughs> okay. okay. So out of all the cities, then which, which city is going to surprise you, you guys think? Man, you know, uh, just looking at the ticket sales, like Denver, like we've never been yeah, to Denver. We don't even know, I don't even know where Denver is, bro, on the map. <laughs> um, and but like we're getting mad like ticket sales out there so we're excited to see denver and what that's all about uh philadelphia we've never been so um excited for that but for places that we've uh we've been to before probably new york it's always a fun time in new york we're always so inspired coming back from new york uh and obviously our own city vancouver uh just feeling the the love in our city that we represent um you know that that's the that makes my heart full i, I love van city even surrey i have family up in, in surrey too hey, so let's go. I, I, surrey, I, I know man. they come through so i'm excited for you guys for that yes, uh, for those who've never been to a manila great tour what is it typically like how do you guys describe that i would say a lot of duality a lot of good energy just come and be ready to have fun you know what i mean like get ready to to jump and, and wild out but also get ready to, if you bring a partner there you guys can have a great time too and just just enjoy the music you know i think that's the thing that we put a lot of, of importance on is is our live sets and 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 just bring that good energy around to the world you know and just also thanking the fans for sticking around and listening and supporting us through this whole like endeavor just know that we're putting the same amount of detail into our live set the same way we do for our albums and and you know our branding and all that like we just want it to be immersive man like we want to put on a show and and you know people have lives and they want to escape and and we're there to be able to entertain and 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 bring them into our world even if it's just for an hour and a half exactly. from the moment you enter the venue the moment you see the merch the moment you feel the ambiance we want to make sure that you know you you are escaping your reality for a little bit and just enjoying the show with us between the two of you guys um who gets the most wild during the tour I'd be singing and stuff but I, like with Neeks's energy like I can't not like you know jump around and wild out with the crowd it's just so like, much I, fun man like like to be real it's like that's the best time you know when when the crowd's going wild you're going wild you're like are, are you guys performing or am I performing you know what I mean it's dope man it's just it's, it's a fun it's a fun time to be on stage for sure yeah. and, and I'll be honest I have not been to a Manila Gray show yet I've only seen videos and things and things oh, like that oh. so I'm waiting for LA and San Diego those are the two spots I'm gonna try to meet you guys at that would yes, be sir. super blessed. We got man. you, man. We got you. So let, let's talk about the single. This is the focus single off the album. It's called Turbo. It features Filipino superstar Arthur Neri. Uh, it's definitely a, a different vibe uh, compared to a lot of the other songs. I know you guys kind of talked a little bit about this, but how did you guys connect with Arthur? And, you know, what was it about him that you guys felt like he had to be on this track? Uh, so connecting with Arthur was actually um, our boys from Don't Blame the Kids. We had, a, we had a pop-up happening in the Philippines where we did the Spirits collab with them. And we were in the car and they were like, yo, bro, you gotta listen to this guy. He's our, he's our, our good friend, Arthur Neri, and they played us the, uh, his music and it just blew us away, man. Yeah, and, and funny enough, like, I actually found him on my Spotify like maybe a few months prior and my sister would be listening to him and I, I, I didn't know, but I was like, man, this guy's got a crazy voice. 
and then yeah like Nick said like we linked up with the DBTK and they're like oh he's he's the homie too and so just linked up shot him a DM and, and he was super down um, super talented guy man yeah he can and, sing for days yeah and then uh, we sent him the song he came back to us I think within two days and then he just so happened to be here as well for his tour in Vancouver so we got to link up in person and connect and um, that's when we knew like we had something special um, when it came when it came to the song man just playing the song for him and uh, just a cool guy man super super relaxed and he can hang for sure now throughout the song you know you guys used this acoustic guitar what was it about the guitar that you guys felt needed to be to set the set the tone of the track so um you know i, I think a majority of the the album is actually guitar heavy um not really sure like i i i feel like we have a lot of keys and and piano in in our earlier songs but i felt like guitar was just a natural progress like we were always in the philippines and like everybody would just be playing guitar out there and so we got kind of inspired and we started deep diving into you know 90s music uh bands from from the 90s and the 80s and and we just thought that it sounded so classic we made we made sure that like we, we got some good guitar uh guitar tracks in, in this album the one thing that um i did like about this track it really showed a more vulnerable side to manila gray that i haven't heard before um it's definitely to me and, and correct me if i'm wrong but it, it's definitely like a relationship song uh that felt like there's a breakup in it or that somebody's gone with the hopes of them coming back did, did i get that right of, of what the song's very, about? yeah very very close to the point yeah for sure i think it's it's also it's also the idea of like your 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 life or our lives were just moving at such a fast pace and it's like it's hard to ask somebody to keep up with that do you know what i mean it's hard to for to get somebody to understand like you know like with a relationship it's always give and take right like you can't just have it your way all the time and i feel like that's a story within turbo like that's what it means to me it's just this idea of of my life's moving moving so fast and i hope you can understand it but if you don't i'll also understand that you know what i mean so let's break down the hook here it goes baby won't you come and find me i've been running around in circles sing it bro sing it bro why, why are you reciting it bro sing it bro, I can't, <laughs> unfortunately even though i'm filipino i cannot sing <laughs> i'm playing i'm playing uh then it goes time passing by behind me life's moving in turbo um, what does these words mean to you guys? Honestly, it, it, it's how it's how we felt. It's how we felt. Um, you know, just balancing and, and not just romantic relationships. I think just all relationships, yeah. uh, being on the road and 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 when we're not on the road, we're we're working. We're so passionate about it, and it's this tug of war between like wanting to keep working. I guess that makes us workaholics. But it's like this tug of war, man, of like, I want to keep working, but, but, I also I have to, but I'm trying to spend time yeah. and unwind. And when you're trying to unwind, you can't because you're always your mind is always going to what you're passionate about. And with Turbo, it did feel like when I say, you know, I've been running around in circles because it's the same thing, bro, like album run tour back in the studio album run tour back in the studio album run tour back in the studio but it's so addicting you know 
and it almost feels like you can't escape it it's beyond you especially if you love it so much and um not a lot of people can understand that and so that's why it, it felt like the star wars like light speed effect exactly. that was happening behind me you know i think the, the the craziest part is like you know as these years fly by you know birthdays come and go i think it's like the thing that really got me was like was like oh man as these years fly by my, my mom's also getting older every year you know what i mean and it's like i'm trying to get to that point where where she gets to just relax and just you know just enjoy life and and hopefully like it's, it's hard again with what Saul was saying it's hard when you're this busy you know because like the years just fly bro and yeah, yeah, funny man. enough like you know you're the people that you love they're the ones that kind of save you from from losing yourself from losing yourself and I feel like that's why I opened up the the song with baby won't you come and find me it's almost like extending you know it's basically screaming out for like you know come come find me because I'm I'm in this time loop right now um, because they're the ones that kind of give us clarity the people we love with they're the ones that give us clarity yeah now do you guys feel like when you guys kind of sit still and not do anything do you guys get anxiety that you have to like do something 100% man always man 100% I think when you're creative like you know we, we all can't sit still <laughs> and we just got to do something if not make music then draw or um, make clothes or um, yeah. just anything creative or surround yourself with creative people good conversations like even the conversations that we have we we try not to converse about like news and sh like we just try to converse about ideas just, just being creative yeah. it's funny bro like through that whole um experience of finishing this album mixing it it was getting to a point where obviously it's feeling like work and i was like damn i need a creative hobby so my girl and i went to go buy a sewing machine so that i could just learn how to sew and find another outlet of creativity you know what i mean it's just like it's crazy man like you think you know you're already working so hard being creative but you're like there's just this fire underneath you that's like i, I just want to keep learning new shit and just you know express myself you know i guess and, and i could totally relate to you guys because um there was a one point in my career where i was working from home and then my wife decided she wanted to kind of start working and venture out so i had to stay home with the kids man those were like the longest eight hours of my life because i was you know just sitting there like i had had the baby you know he was still like a newborn and so i you couldn't do much and i'm just sitting there like man i gotta do something i'm like on my phone researching like a whole bunch of stuff and i just like i just gotta move around i just can't sit still so hey respect to you bro respect to you man honestly that's that's incredible that you know that you did that for your wife it oh, must man. be boring <laughs> yeah i was just it just drove me nuts just kind of sitting there like okay what do i do <laughs> I, I can't do anything um but I, you know i want to kind of take this on a different level really quickly um the one thing that i do notice from you guys that i haven't seen not too many artists do yet, but I'm starting to see a lot more of this happening. I love the fact that you guys have been collaborating more with Filipino artists. Um, Pilo, James Reed, Guap Dad, you know, Arthur Neri. You know, I know you guys grew up realizing that, you know, there weren't many artists of Filipino descent in the spotlight or things like that. But when did you guys start to decide, you know, we need to start bringing in other Filipino artists? I would say, I mean, early on, man, I feel like it's just, it's just we want our culture to be seen we want our culture to be heard you know what i mean and if we're given that opportunity 
to um, open those doors for people or they're also giving it back in return you know what I mean it's like let's make music that'll that'll be within you know our culture for life you know for for eternity as well yeah and also you know accepting the responsibility that we have as as, as Filipino artists uh, and being able to everything that we do is 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 creating history just because there hasn't been i think all the filipino artists you know that are coming out now everything that we do is history and so you know we realize the position that we're in to be able to bridge north america asia and you know the the amazing thing is all these artists are just down and they're just they're with it and they're also very 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 talented as well you know what i mean 100%. And, and and it's just and and i love that they're 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 down to do it for the cause and they're down to do it to represent and for us that's all we wanted we're all about collaboration and so coming to terms with that responsibility it gives us excitement because we know we're speaking for the youth like can you imagine being 21 right like when i was 21 there was no filipino artists um that were really doing it like that and now a 21 year old kid is following the the happenings of of the scene like the same way that we follow hip-hop news like people are following this right and as a as a young filipino how exciting is that and that that's what we're trying to do is just to keep people excited and fresh and 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 make them realize that everything anything is possible through collaboration and we just want to keep creating these moments for for the for the future generation that's dope man and you know a lot of people have been calling you guys trailblazers as well so what does that word mean to you guys when you hear that i mean that's a it's a very good feeling to be to be labeled as that but again it's just like it's just like giving giving these kids the opportunity to look at look up to somebody and be like you know what what they're doing i can do it too you know and it feels good it's a good feeling man and i feel like we we take that and we put respect on it and and we try to deliver time and time again and much respect to you guys because i know you guys are doing your thing yeah you know i see it every day i hear it in the songs and you know I, you guys make me proud that you guys have gotten to that level already so and just big love, man. um i'm manifesting a manila gray collab with jake Con her maybe Kiana V, but uh, which other Filipino artists are on the on the deck that you guys would like to collaborate with? Man, shout out Jay Con, shout out Kiana. You know they're the homegirls. Super dope. Love them. Um, who else? I say uh, for me personally, maybe like Steve Lacy. Shout out Steve Lacy. Um, Miguel. You know what I'm saying? Classic. Uh, Bruno Mars. Uh, that there's tons, man. Yeah, there's her, tons. Hers have her, Filipinos. Her, her is incredible. Um, you know, honestly, even even just beyond music, bro, like just collaborating with with um, actors, Filipino actors that are on the come up, or uh, even just comedians, man. I, I see like Filipino comedians. I shout out to Joko, by the way, but like other Filipino comedians, other Filipino entertainers. I feel like um, getting getting to meet other filipino people who who are also extremely talented in their own fields is super inspiring so we look at we look at that as well aside from the the new album dropping and the tour launching in may what is next for manila gray leading into the end of 2023 
hopefully seeing um continuing touring man and seeing the rest of the world too you know not just doing north america but extending to southeast asia again that was a great time for us when we did the silver skies tour and just creating more music man uh, i got one last question for you guys this is coming from one of our heavies that slid into the dms here um if you were a car which one would you be and why damn man i would i want to be a jet that that's what i want to be i want to be a jet and i want to fly high and i want that peace and quiet and to fly off into the horizon that's what i want to be bro that's a hard question man i'm just trying to think like do you want to be like you know a, a reliable day-to-day -day, you know or do you want to because like like the souped up cars you know the jdm whips they're they're very nice to be but it's also like a very uncomfortable drive you know what i mean so it's like it's a hard choice that's a great question i might have to think about that one a little bit and, and it's funny because even that small answer already describes how you guys are that's like the most intricate shortest answer ever yeah. <laughs> well big up the fam is in the building nico sullivan thank you guys again for dropping by hanging out with us here uh heavies make sure you guys stream manila gray's brand new album sound drift dropping on april 13th uh make sure you go see them live on tour starting may 21st uh they're kicking it off in van city their hometown uh you guys can go to sounddrift.co or even manilagray.com to get more information and lastly listen and tune in to heavyrotation.fm to hear their lead single off the off their album turbo uh man I, I love hanging out with you guys i know it's been it's been a minute um, but definitely I want to see you guys uh, when you guys are down here in LA and in San Diego so Let's definitely make it happen, hang man. out Marlino you're the MVP bro we'll see you oh, man, no, you guys are the MVPs bro <laughs> I'm trying to be like you guys <laughs> come on let's get it come on shout out the heavies Heavy Rotation is the world's home for Filipino hip-hop and R&B. On our podcast, you'll discover Filipino artists, the stories behind their music, and exclusive live performances. Our original podcast first aired in 2007 to 2009 with the vision of creating a radio station with music exclusively by Filipino artists. In 2019, Heavy Rotation returned with the same dream spotlighting music by over 300 Filipino artists from around the world. Today, Heavy Rotation has evolved into a digital audio platform with a handcrafted, curated online radio station and podcast striving to amplify Filipino excellence in music. Heavy Rotation is produced from San Diego, California. Listen now to the world's first and only online radio station for Filipino hip-hop and R&B 24-7 now on our website, heavyrotation.fm. And make sure you guys follow us on all social platforms at heavyrotation.fm. Thank you for rocking with us.